Are you looking for something different, something new? And are you ready to be that change you wish to see in the world, but you don't really know how? Well, then this is definitely a podcast for you. My name is Antares, and I'm here to awaken that curious mindset of yours. And together, we will put things in a different light and try to find happiness in new realities. Because you know what? We can change the world. You and I, and we can feel absolutely awesome doing it. So I guess my only question is, are you ready? Are you ready to embrace change? Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Hey Change, the podcast where we put things in a different light and try to find happiness in new realities. And in today's episode, I'm taking you to the hills of Malibu, where I spent 10 days with my partner in crime, Val Emanuel, because together her and I started the agency that is now Role Models Management. And when I was there, we said we needed to sit down and talk about why we started this agency, where we want to go with it, and also for you guys to get really get a chance to know who we are. So it's going to be a talk about body images and uh, we will share some of our own experiences as models in the industry and why we think it's so important to really just love who you are, love your own body and why we want to empower models to really just get out there and change the world. So it's going to be a lot of talk about modeling but also since I'm you know about nutrition and veganism in particular uh, of course, I wanted to ask Val her opinion about being a vegan mother. So if you're ready to get some new inspiration, let's get into today's episode. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Hey Change. Today is a bit of a special one because I'm on the floor in Val's house in Malibu. Val is my partner with Role Models and we decided to make this episode just so you can get to know the agents better or the people behind Role Models Management. Yeah, get to know the agents and the agency in a really personal way that you might not get to know us through social media or even, you know, if you're one of our models, meeting us. Right, because this is definitely as authentic as it might get. We yep. like sitting amongst baby clothes on the floor. It's We're supposed sitting to be on the- folded, but we got halfway through it. It's like a little potty right <laughs> here. Like this is not a game, you guys. This we have a babysitter life. today. Yeah, it's like okay, we got a, like a quiet hour right now. Let's yeah. make this happen. We just had some homemade vegan gluten-free bread that Val made us. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Really good. You Organic, should- of course. Organic with mashed avocado. And- yeah, it was good. All right, um, so we're here. Because we want to introduce you the story behind role models, which is a pretty interesting one. This is actually the first time I meet with Val. I've been here for like a week now, but we first introduced, we were introduced to each other from um, a common friend and we had a phone call early January and I was like, hi Val, who are you? What, what are you all about? And you were like, well, I'm vegan, I'm a model. And I had thought an idea about starting an agency and I had a similar idea. So from that one phone call, we said, well, let, let's make it happen. And from there, it went very quickly. I was like, you know, I don't do anything half-assed. So I'm immediately, like, on the computer sending her, like, this is the paperwork we need, blah, blah, blah. And um, my dad actually passed away last year. So I really felt like I needed to up my game because he was just telling me I should do something for myself and start my own business. And so when Therese emailed me two months after he passed, I was like, wow, I really need to... um, 
take this opportunity and just kind of run with it. It just seemed like one of the businesses that was not going to be so hard to fail at. So I was like, why not? <laughs> Do the easy route. No. It's not easy. We thought it was easy. It yeah. is not easy. <laughs> and also, I think just to add to this, like Val said, I think both of us are just like get-goers. Mm-hmm. We wanted to make it happen. And I said, well, I can figure out how to build a website. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll learn coding mm-hmm. for a while. And I went back to Sweden and all I did was code this website. And Val was like meeting with models. And mm-hmm. for two months, we had like nine hours different. Oh, yeah. The time difference was a little bit insane. It's a pain in the ass. And I wonder, how do these guys do it? Like in LA, who work in the in the Asian market. You know, I was like, there's people who do this. We can do this. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, we can make it happen. We, we did make it happen. So with that said... I think we booked our first client in March. Yeah. We booked our first client like two weeks after we got our talent agency license. Within two weeks, we'd already had like 10, 15 models, and we had three of them. Then we had eight of them going for the audition, three get the uh, avail notice, and then two got booked, which was just like, what? Amazing. I was like, what is going on right now? So Uh now I think we're closing up to 50 models, Mm -hmm. and it's so much fun because, like we said, we it's just the two of us right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting some extra help, of, of course. But um, it's it's a journey. And I think sometimes we have realized along the way that maybe things we could have done better or, like, done differently. But yeah. at the same time, we learned. Yeah. And we, we weren't afraid to just make the sh- ship sail away and see what happens in the open ocean. So. Yeah. You find out better from doing it anyway. So mm-hmm. why not just make a bunch of mistakes? So what does Michael Jackson say? And all those, fail- all those things you perceive as failures is what made me a success, you know? Right. So... Yeah. And also, so I came here, well, I was in Sweden and I was realizing this is just kicking off way too fast. Not way too fast, but faster than we ever expected. Mm-hmm. And what if we say we we're going to book our first client in June and then we booked our first client like in March? It was like two a weeks week after, after we said that. <laughs> and I remember telling my mom, I'm like, maybe I should just go see Val. She's like, yeah, you should probably do that. So I booked a ticket to LA and I got here last Saturday, a week from now. And my boyfriend in New York is like, so how is Val? Like, are you guys getting along? I'm like, dude, this is the girl I've been, like, spending the most time of my day with since, like, January. Like, we text all the time. We email all the time. Like, Uh I'm with call with her, like, every other day. So it felt like I've known you for a while, but... Yeah. Well, when you get into a relation... When you get into a business with anybody, sorry, I already said relationship, but it is like starting a relationship, and everybody tells you that. So you cannot be in business with anybody that you wouldn't be in bed with. Not like... (laughs) Wait, where are we no, but really, that no. you like that's mm-hmm. when they say you know the old saying like in the fifties was like oh you're jumping into bed with that person like when you were starting a business and I totally get that now. Mm-hmm. It's like I talk to her as much as I talk to my partner. Right. So it makes all sense. Yeah. So um and this week we just been going to a lot of things, being in a car, taking care of your daughter. Yeah, I've, I tried the mama life for a little bit. I fun. know you see how difficult it is I'm for me here. It. Mm-hmm. I like answer emails at six a.m., do momming all day, and then answer emails after seven p.m. again. With that said, all you girl bosses out there, you can be uh, a mom and still start your business. Oh, no yeah. excuses whatsoever. Oh yeah, there's no excuse anymore. No. Um, but so we were in the car, and it's like to me just absurd because Val is like if you haven't seen a picture like one of the most gorgeous people on this planet she's like so stunningly beautiful and she has this perfect dark skin and of course everything I ever wished for but we started talking about body image and how we perceive ourselves realizing that I think I think what what we came to is that the model industry has kind of made its mark yeah on on both of us I would say because like 
for Therese, I remember looking at her picture and just being like, oh my God, she's got the perfect body and like her hair and her skin and her boyfriend's cute. Like, you know, you have these <laughs> ideas, you think of people and then you meet them in something they might not like about themselves. And you're like, wow, where did you get that idea from? Because it's not true. And we kind of came to the conclusion we both got those ideas from old agents mm-hmm. or just in the industry being around all these, you know, perfectionist ideals. So, and I think with that said, I think it's so important to remember because obviously not everyone listening is a model, but an influencer or someone that you look up to, one word or one comment can really stay for a really long time. It can make mm-hmm. such a deep mark. I mean, even when you're like a teenager and maybe your best friend or a crush you have or a teacher, anyone saying something, it stays with you and mm-hmm. it can really change how you look upon yourself for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. which is so sad. Yeah. So just to share some of our own, I mean, I told Val that... Um, my teeth were supposed to be fixed when I was a kid. It never happened. And of course, ever since, I've been trying to live with the fact that my teeth are not perfect. And it, it's been up and down. And at points, I was like trying to hide my mouth when I was talking and stuff, which is just ridiculous. Because obviously, everyone else can see me all the time. So if they yeah. want to be friends with me, they don't even care about my teeth. <laughs> but then, of course, when I was first, I was in New York and I was about to get signed with my first agency. We had a five-minute conversation and the president of the agency says... Well, we would love to sign you, but you should probably fix your teeth. That was just like a stab in my stomach. It was like, wow, okay. And everything I could focus on for the next six months was like perfect teeth, women smiling, you know, every commercial, I was just looking at all these pretty girls. And like all I could think about was how much I need to fix my teeth, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, if I really wanted to, but it, it didn't come from me. It came from someone else. Yeah. And that I think that's the main thing that I was always talking about with with other girls, you know, who wanted to do things. I'm like, okay, did you have that idea? Or did somebody else give you that idea? Like, is that something that's always made you uncomfortable? Or did somebody bring it up and now you're just all of a sudden feeling like you have to change it? Mm-hmm. And it's embedded in you now because you've heard it. And, you know, just like back in the day, I don't want to say this, but you know how the Nazis just say, if you tell somebody a lie long enough, they'll start to believe it. And even if it's something that's kind of true, if it's not your truth, then it's a lie, you know? Like, if you've never thought your teeth were awful and somebody told you that, then all of a sudden your truth is construed Mm -hmm. and your thinking is completely changed. Right. And it sometimes can get down to the core of your being. And like you said, every single time you talked, you tried to hide your teeth. Mm -hmm. And that's just crazy. Right. So. Yeah, I wouldn't even smile in a picture. Yeah, that's crazy. People like, why are you not smiling? I don't like smiling. Then I knew deep inside why I wouldn't smile. Yeah, so she like rearranged your truth. Mm-hmm. And that's what agents can do, you know. Like I um, I was with Ford. I was on like a four-year contract with Ford. I signed with them when I was 13 years old. And although people think that's like, wow, so amazing. I got with them. They immediately told me to lose weight. I was doing cheerleading at the time. And I was, I'm 5'10". I think I was like 135 pounds. And I was really muscular. And I was like a size four, size six, and you know, which is like straight size model, definitely below sample size, but they immediately told me I had to lose weight. So that's actually when I went vegan for the first time, which was exciting. I was was a cheesy vegetarian and I went vegan and I got down to a size zero and they said, well, now you're too muscular because I was like a size zero, but I was, it was not like hot to be fit at the time Mm, in 2000. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was not, or not in 2000. No, it was, it was in 2005. I'm not that old. (laughs) <laughs> but this is in 2005. Like the lean, like yeah, you see the Victoria's Secret model now with that lean body, that was not cute. So then I was like, so should I stop exercising? But like track was life, cheer was life. 
and I felt like I should quit my sports for modeling. And then one of my agents left the agency and the next agent told me that she couldn't work with black models at this time. There was no need for them. And then that was like crazy because then it's like I'm thinking, okay, well, something is wrong with me. Like I'm this color, so I can't work. And that was crazy. So, you know, I went through years of stuff about that and started managing myself, which is how I learned to do this whole agency thing. Thank God you know that. I know. <laughs> I'm learning right yeah. now, by the way. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think everyone knows that there is definitely faults in the model agency. And, you know, luckily enough, things are changing. The industry mm-hmm. is changing. You can, like you said, look at Victoria's Secret, Victoria's Secret models and they're not just skinny anymore. Like, they're still skinny, but they're healthy skinny. Mm-hmm. And I think what we're trying to do with our agency is to really embrace everyone's beauty because everyone is different. And that's mm-hmm. what's so awesome about that. I mean, everyone has a different skin tone. Everyone has different body types and the industry is looking for dif- for difference yeah that's it too like if we if we don't follow trend of like having a diverse group of models we're going to be left in the dust um i think a lot of the old paradigm modeling agency stigma is going out the window right now i mean when you hear um you know the founder of like premier models in london talking about you know we are now having girls that I would have never considered a model because she was too curvy or too, you know, too big or too short or like, you know, whatever. But we see that people like those looks. We see that they're booking work. And so we kind of have to follow along. And we've already thought that naturally. It's not just about money for us and following trend, but it is the trend because people realize that's what consumers want. Right. Transparency. That's they want to be able to about. relate. Yes. No, that's not my body, so I'm not going to buy that clothing. Yeah. Which is a difference. Yeah. So one thing, because, I mean, it's not, it's, modeling is not an easy job. And it does come with some commitment. Mm-hmm. And why do you think it's, if, if a model were to go to an agency and they were to tell her stuff that she, she should think about or consider, what do you think is a good thing for an agency to say? Um, I think that you should never tell a girl to really change something that she was born with. Like... Like, I don't like when these agencies tell models to get, like, boob jobs and nose jobs and stuff. I just think it's kind of ridiculous. It's kind of like, don't even invite me into this meeting. If, if you do it and then you go into an agency, you know, and they want to hire you, whatever. But I, I just think when you tell a girl that, especially because if she's young and she can't even afford that, then it's just, like, years in between her, mm-hmm. you know, maybe doing this thing. And then years of her self-esteem just being really low because you, like... Girls look up to us as agents. Like, ever since we started this agency, so many models hit me. They slide into my DMs. They follow me. They comment on my pictures. And they really want to know me, know about this agency. They want to be a part of it. So it's like when you tell somebody who's really looking up to you something like that, it's really dangerous. Yeah. You know? I mean, I would tell a girl, like, to cut her hair color her hair like that's something that can easily be changed back you know what i mean to enhance her her own beauty yeah to enhance her own beauty because there's some girls who have like super dark hair but i'm like wow with your eye color if you had lighter hair we could book you on more jobs and that's something that's even simple like you could go get a wig or something you don't have to change it Mm -hmm. or i could even tell a girl to you know stop wearing her makeup a certain way because it doesn't bring out her true beauty or even you can tell a girl to, like, whiten her teeth, you know? Like, that's as simple as, like, changing your toothpaste. There's something really simple like that. I would tell a girl to definitely work out and get more in shape. Like, there's girls who come to us who are, you know, they want to do high fashion modeling. And I go, okay, well, 
if you want to be a high fashion model I would love to submit you for commercial stuff but you have to be this size so I'm not going to tell you to be that size I can still submit you for certain types of work but every size you are puts you in a different category mm -hmm. so I'm not going to tell a girl like you're too fat for this category I'm just I'm just going to tell her like this is actually what it is like our, our clients can't see you if you're mm -hmm. above this size or even if you're a plus girl if you're below this size you know and I'd never tell a girl to like gain weight but you have to be honest with them right I think what's really important what I'm trying to tell myself in modeling because I've been requested to castings and I got there and the clothes were too big mm -hmm. you know so I didn't have hips enough or then other way around I've been maybe too big for something it's like what I'm trying to do is just embrace my own body type mm -hmm. and stay healthy and just eat what makes my body feels great and just work out and just have my body type so I'm happy with it. Yeah. I'm never going to change myself for a client. Mm -hmm. It's like the clients that you want to book or the, the clients that you fit for mm -hmm. will book you yeah. if you're, you know, suitable As for that you kind are. of job. Yeah. Right. So I'm thinking more and more in modeling, just really trying to look at yourself, like what am I really proud of? How can I make that become my beauty and how can I make that even more enhanced? Yeah. And, like, you know, for certain girls, too, it's, like, if you want to be a fitness model, you just have to be real with yourself. And so sometimes it does take an agent, though, to come to that girl and tell her how she can, if, like, if that's what you want to do. Because we love to ask girls, what kind of clients do you see yourself working with? And there's some girls who are fitness girls, and we have to tell them, like, you know, well, those clients want more of, like, this and this. And you, I mean, you just have to tell them in a certain way. There's agents who just feel like if they tell you in a bitchy way. Like, that's going to help somehow. But you have to actually tell models what to do, you mm -hmm. know? Like, I'm never going to tell a model to lose weight. I'm going to tell her, you have to be your best self all the time when you see agents. So you need to make sure you're eating healthy and working out all the time. Do you see that difference? Because that's part of the, and that's part of the job. Yeah. To no, it's part of the job. Yes. And to just sway away from the model part, because, um, I mean, the, the main reason we started this agency to begin with is because we want to create, quote-unquote, role models mm -hmm. to become good influencers because we feel like models have so much influence and power to I would say not change the world but like to really lead where the audience is going mm -hmm. so really what we're trying to do with our agency is to create role models so that everyone following that model um, is inspired to live a healthy lifestyle yeah right because I think it's for too long People have looked up to models and they're just not promoting a healthy lifestyle. I mean, sometimes I go to a job in New York and this model is just not eating. Yeah. Most of the time, thank God, people are like, where's the food? Like, everyone's starving. Like, yeah. models eat a lot nowadays. Just yeah. changing that misbelief. But I think if you like, if you are one of those who like, won't like to follow models on Instagram and stuff, think about what lifestyle she's promoting. Yeah. Oh, that's really important. You know, as we sit here, I have my 16-year-old stepdaughter in the other room, and she follows some, you know, celebrities who I will not name, <coughs> Kendall Jenner. And, she, you know, on her page, she's, like, drinking this detox tea. And, honestly, my friend's an influencer, and she was sent the same detox tea. And she did not want to promote – oh, actually, one of our models, Salisa. They sent her the tea. She drank it. It gave her, like, diarrhea and stomach cramps, and she couldn't eat for, like, two days. And she was like, I don't want the paycheck, and I'm not going to post this on my Instagram. I never want any of my friends to feel this way. Yeah. But girls who are just doing things for money would never tell you that. They just want to sell product. Mm -hmm. And that's not what we want our models doing, you know? Like, we even took on this new um, influencer, Pamela Noble, and at first I saw her, and I thought, ooh, her page is kind of racy. And I started going down, and I realized that she only promotes products that I would 
you know, right. use. Like, she promotes some cool stuff. And she's a bodybuilder. And bodybuilders, I mean, they get paid a lot of, she's got 4 million Facebook followers. She could be making a lot of money promoting things that were crazy, like the hormones and the testosterone and things like that. But she doesn't, mm-hmm. you know? So I can really, I can get down with that. Um, I can appreciate that. I think you should turn down money and keep your integrity. Because in the end, it's like, look what happened with the fire Festival and, like, the Pepsi commercial and all this stuff. Like, you don't want to be a person who was attached to something that was not real. Right. You know? Or that and was also, harmful. And also, to remember as a consumer, like, the consumer power is the biggest power in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, vote with your dollar. Yeah. Like, whatever products you buy, whatever products you choose to wear among your friends yeah like that makes a huge difference oh totally mm-hmm. i mean the only way that you can tell um the government the companies what you want is by buying the things that only that relate to your core beliefs you know like even ben and jerry's ice cream if you like ben and jerry's why don't you buy their non-dairy every once in a while so that they can know that there's a demand for that mm-hmm. and stop having so many cows and switching to you know a non-dairy alternative you know yeah or um even be just trying out new things yeah like buying the organic cotton panties at h&m mm-hmm. letting h&m know that you like organic organic cotton because the farmers are paid more um i don't know if you know this but like all the crazy suicide rates that there were from all the monsanto seeds that were like giving to indian farmers and so when i buy like generic cotton i just feel like i'm supporting that right and when i buy organic cotton i'm like okay i'm supporting abundance and also remember always that they look at their numbers so it's not like your your purchase is not significant it's so significant right it's like if you make one choice or the other that's going to add up to their there's there's their data in the end yeah and they will look at that data like okay how do we do production for next year yeah so every time we can add onto the good side it's going to keep going in that direction oh yeah think about all the companies now like even meat companies i think tyson chicken or one of those big companies like that who's like you know i was eating when i was a kid so awful like in the freezer section mm-hmm. of the 99 cent store now is going to make some like veggie chicken nuggets yeah because people aren't buying that sh- anymore. Right. People aren't feeding that to their and kids. And they need to survive too. So they'll be like, okay, they're not buying chicken. What are they eating then? Yeah. You know? Yeah, let's make a pea protein chicken nugget. Fine, I'll buy that. I'll support that and let you know mm-hmm. that I support that part. Good. And since we're heading into this, I want to really talk about it real quick. I know you're a vegan mom. Yeah. And a lot of people have different thoughts about that. Yeah. Share your thoughts to the world. About oh my God, vegan. my child is so abused and weak <laughs> and deficient of nutrients. No, she is like nothing but weak. <laughs> Let me just say that. She has a very strong will and she knows exactly what she's doing. Oh my God. Running around all day. My daughter, Valentina, yeah, I was, you know, I breastfed her for 21 months on a vegan diet. When I was pregnant, I think I had, like, a cheese pizza in Italy, and that was about it. I was just, like, <laughs> I was craving it so bad. That was my vegan break. And then I, afterwards, I was like, oh, my God, I don't feel good. Mm. But she is fantastic. Her numbers are always great. She's just turned two two weeks ago. She can say the ABC. She can count. She memorizes songs. Like, she's so ahead of other kids she's because smart. I'm not feeding her those things that stunt your growth. Also, something about me is I'm also a special ed teacher. Um, I sub special ed, and I see... Um, you know, just a lot of things in, in special ed and then also at the school where I think a lot of these problems that the kids have with ADD and stuff are caused by the chemicals in food. Like I know that it's 100% different, especially because we switched our food system to an organic food system at the school and it seems like the kids have more energy to play all of a sudden. 
I swear to God, that was, like, at first it was, like, you get those nasty pizza calzones and stuff, and now the kids have, like, salads and sushi and, like, really amazing food. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they're a little less hype at sixth period, which is fantastic for the teachers, Mm -hmm. but more hyped at, like, recess. They don't feel so slowed down. So I'm like, wow, I, I feel like I saw that switch. But, yeah, my daughter is fantastic. She's, like, above in her weight and height and everything. There's nothing, like, she doesn't feel left out. You know, like at my mom's house, you might have a few Doritos or something, but I just try to leave her vegan options at my mom's house when she goes over there so that she doesn't feel left out from the other kids. But I think that's the main thing. The kids just feel like sometimes left out when the other kids are having their, like, bacon-wrapped mm-hmm. whatever the hell. And I'm like, no, you don't you don't want that. Trust me. And I've never heard her say anything about anything but avocado or yeah. carrots. Or... Oh, she's, yeah, she eats carrots and avocado yeah. and, like, oranges and she had an apple and a banana today she's so beyond healthy and this is how all kids should be eating we should not give them the choice of death the only choice should be healthy living foods and i think it's abuse to give your kids dead food like when i show her a dead coyote or like a dead we live in malibu you guys so sorry sometimes a dead bug or something on the side of the road it makes her so sad and i'm like Kids don't like it when they see dead animals, and they don't even realize that they're eating them. Mm-hmm. They can't connect to that yet, so let's connect it for them. Good. You know? Yes. So, yeah. I always ask my guests to retruth something, so I, I think you just retruthed <laughs> your thing. We are retruthing About that. Momming. Yeah. Being a vegan mom is definitely possible, and it's yeah. beyond. Yeah. And being a working mom is also possible. Mm-hmm. You see, Teresa's been like, <sighs> here this week, she's like, okay, this is what's going to happen if I have a baby. I'm like, yes, it's extremely hard. Every morning we're, like, fighting to get out of the door, and then we get out the door, and it's fantastic. And yeah. we make, the day happens. It's fine. It's fantastic for, like, 15 minutes, and then we put some Disney music on. And oh, yeah. Again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get the roots going. <laughs> yeah, we put on Moana soundtrack or something. Mm-hmm. So. Um, okay, so just wrapping up. Is there anything else you want to talk about, by the way? Um, I don't think there's anything else I want to talk about. Um, maybe follow us on Instagram or something so you can see how we live in our truth every day. I love to Instagram story all of my little tips with my friends. You can follow me at Malibu Mama, M-A-M-A underscore underscore. And I love just showing with my friends like my garden on the side of the house. We have like an orchard here and I eat the food from my trees. She and does, she, yeah, she has like avocado tree and mango tree and everything. Yeah. I'm so jealous. We I live in Brooklyn. <laughs> we can do like an herb garden right now. That's our plan for the summer. But yeah. We don't have trees. Oh my God. And you can see what workouts I do and stuff. Like I just keep it really simple, you guys. I eat, you know. Val is very inspiring. She is health itself. She is a girl boss. She's a working mama. <laughs> and she's always has a smile on. And she's fabulous. She has taught me so much about makeup this week. <laughs> she's like, no, what are you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> we're getting ready for this shoot. And she's no. like, no. Like, all the time, like, stop it. Do it this way. <laughs> like, all right. Sorry, I know. I'm like, Teresa's going to leave thinking I am just, like, such a B-I-T-C-H. I'm just like, no. Put, blend it. You know what I mean? But I grew up watching RuPaul, you know? So... And you also put my LA, and I'm from like the country in Sweden. Oh yeah, <laughs> difference. Also born and raised in LA, so I know a bit about the blending and beating of the face you know with the makeup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's a true pro. All right, and also of course, uh, don't forget to follow our Instagram, which is Role Models MGMT. Yes, Role Models Management. And if you think you are a role model and want to model with us, submit to info at rolemodelsmanagement.com. Yes. Info at rolemodelsmgmt.com. If you have friends, I mean, send them to us. We love influencers. 
We love fresh faces. We love girls who are about this life. Girls who are new to the modeling industry and want to be a part of something like this. Yeah, girls and guys. We've got some kick-ass dudes on our roster this Mm -hmm. week. So exciting. I mean, like, older, too. Like, we want the lifestyle. like Lifestyle classic. We have Mm -hmm. all divisions now. It's exciting. Also, a queen division being added soon Mm -hmm. for our curvy ladies. It's also, it's, I know, I, some some companies that, and I was like, we're taking that. I heard Isaac use it last night. He's like, queen. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was all for today. Thank you for tuning in and joining us in our Girl Talk in Malibu. And also a friendly reminder, you have a free pouch of green toxin-free detergent from Clean Cult to claim. So just head over to cleancult.com, which is C-L-E-A-N-C-U-L-T.com and use the code HEYCHANGE and claim yours. Have an awesome day, my friend. I will talk to you again soon. Take care.